Hello, friend, and welcome to another episode of Reditations. My name is Celeste Johnson, and every week on this podcast, I discuss something I've read and then create a guided meditation based on that text. This week, I'm discussing a selection of poems on the topic of rest. And I don't know if this topic is something you need to hear about this week, but I think I'm pulled to talk about it because it's something I need to tell myself and something I need to hear this week. This week, I've been sick and I've needed extra rest. And it's been a reminder to take time for myself, which is something that's tricky for me sometimes. It's hard for me to step away from working and being busy and filling up my time with things to do and just decide that it's okay to simply be for a while and not do anything, not produce anything, not correspond with anybody, but simply be. And that was something that I really needed myself to hear this week. I was proud of myself because I took that time that I needed to rest and to heal and get better. And that was exactly the right thing to do. And I felt so good when I took that time to rest. So I wanted to make this episode with a couple selections on that topic. Selections about what it means to rest and share that with you because maybe this is a message that you need to hear too this week. I've selected three poems for today's episode. The first is Winter Time by Robert Louis Stevenson. The second is Sleep by Twyla M. Hansen. And the third is Song by Henry Wadsworth Longfellow. Surprisingly, I found a little bit of difficulty as I was looking for poems on the topic of rest and sleep and hibernation and things in that realm. So if you have favorite poems or texts about the topic of rest, I would love to hear what they are. Please share them with me. Reach out on social media or via email and let me know what your favorite texts about rest are. An interesting feature that these poems share with each other is that they are not exclusively on the topic of rest. They all touch on other things that have to do with the idea of resting. And I want to dig into those topics a little bit. I want to dig into our associations with the idea of rest because I believe the topics that come up when we talk about rest have a lot to say about how we perceive rest itself. Let's start with Wintertime by Robert Louis Stevenson. The stanza that I want to pick apart here is the very first stanza in the poem. And I should clarify that this poem is not about rest. It's mostly focused on winter and seasonal images of winter. But it begins by talking about rest, I believe. It begins by talking about our natural rhythms And I think that idea is core to talking about rest. So I want to read you that first stanza. He writes, quote, Late lies the wintry sun abed, a frosty, fiery, sleepy head. Blinks but an hour or two, and then a blood-red orange sets again. I think it says a lot that in order to begin his discussion, his depiction of winter, Robert Louis Stevenson chooses to talk about the rhythms of day and night, and therefore the rhythms of waking and sleeping. He talks about this not from a perspective of examining human behavior, 
but by analyzing nature itself. During winter, there's less daylight. The sun rises later, it sets earlier, and it's a natural period of hibernation for animals and plants. Of course, we humans are animals, but in our modern-day societies that are easily disconnected from these circadian rhythms, we often do not treat winter as a time of rest. We do not allow our bodies to change with the seasons. Our schedules often remain exactly the same as they are throughout the rest of the year, and it robs us of that hibernation period that is naturally built in to our human bodies. When daylight begins to wane, like Stevenson describes in his poem, when, as Stevenson describes, even the sun can barely rouse himself for more than a few hours a day, I start to feel my energy wane. I notice as winter approaches, I feel more tired often. I feel my emotions shift, often to a more melancholy place. And I don't think there's anything wrong with that. I think it's part of winter. It's a season to turn things down a little bit. Often, my inclination when I start feeling that wintertime slump is to fight against it. I don't want to acquiesce to the darkness. I don't want to spend more time resting. That's what my brain tells me, at least. But when I allow myself to feel those things, to move with what the season is bringing a little bit more, I feel so much more at ease. I believe that's because we're supposed to slow down for winter, and that's built in to the way our bodies operate. For me, it's difficult to allow myself that space and accept that shift throughout winter. But I keep relearning that this is natural, and it's not natural to force myself to be go, go, going at 100% all the time. We move in cycles. We move in seasons, just like the entire world around us. And by resisting that, we are resisting what is natural and necessary for us. There are seasons of activity and there are seasons of rest. And we have to honor both. It's how we're wired. Speaking of our human wiring, let's shift and talk about the poem Sleep by Twyla M. Hansen. I've selected stanzas four through eight to read here, but you can see the whole poem online. She writes, quote, Tossing and taking forever, we conjure the ancient ones whose lives revolved around the same sun, sun worshippers, who discovered fire, calculated the heavens, tracked stars, who likely slept through most of this gloomy season. We can't help but wonder how they'd react to light, fake light, the stuff we do to trick our body clock into believing we are more than some grand experiment, superior, in fact, to the pull of nature, however quaint. It's all we can do to force ourselves out the door in the dark, overcome the urge to curl into a book and hibernate. In this poem, Hansen again raises the question of what our natural body clocks tell us to do 
And she shows how we often override that natural knowing within our body that tells us when to rest. At the beginning of the poem, we read an exchange between a child and an adult talking about sleep. The adult says something like, I can't sleep at night, and the child replies, but don't you close your eyes? This simple exchange exemplifies the fact that this negligence of rest is something that we learn. This is not something that's natural to us. It's something that we learn to use to adapt to our surroundings. We're surrounded by a world that demands constant activity from us, constant production, constant communication, and the behavior of denying ourselves rest comes as a product of that environment. We learn to deny ourselves rest when we really need it. The flip side of this realization is that since denying ourselves rest is a learned behavior, it can also be unlearned. We always have that internal body clock and that consciousness of the seasons within us if we decide to tune into it. And it's up to us to tune into it. We have the power to unlearn this chronic overworking. We have the power to unlearn this chronic denial that we do to ourselves. I want to pause for a moment here and take a second to point out that a person's ability to honor their natural need for rest is often very closely linked to privilege. Our society is set up to exploit people in many ways, and this is one of them. If you do not have the means to allow yourself time to rest, for example, if you work several jobs just to be able to feed yourself and stay sheltered, this really affects your ability to honor your natural need for rest. This is a problem that leads to a lot of short-term and long-term issues, and it's a problem that we need to give our attention to. Rest is not a privilege. It's something that we need as human animals to function. It's something we need to keep talking about and fighting for. Lastly, I want to shift this conversation to the poem Song by Henry Wadsworth Longfellow. This poem is in the public domain, so I can thankfully share the whole thing with you. He writes, quote, Stay, stay at home, my heart, and rest. Homekeeping hearts are happiest. For those that wander they know not where are full of trouble and full of care. To stay at home is best. Weary and homesick and distressed, they wander east, they wander west, and are baffled and beaten and blown about by the winds of the wilderness of doubt. To stay at home is best. Then stay at home, my heart, and rest. The bird is safest in its nest. O'er all that flutter their wings and fly, a hawk is hovering in the sky. To stay at home is best. This poem presents some interesting complexities, I think, and I kind of disagree with it in some parts, but I also think that it has a lot of positive things to say. Again, I love its nature-oriented metaphors, and I love how it poses us, again, as animals in relation to other animals. 
The one thing that I take issue with in this poem, however, is the fact that it opposes the ideas of rest and exploration or adventure. It makes it seem like you can have one or the other, and the ideals of these two things are diametrically opposed. I don't think that these have a hierarchical relationship with each other. I don't think rest and adventure rank over each other. I don't think rest or adventure is superior in the way that Longfellow poses rest to be superior in this poem. Instead, I think that they need each other. Rest is required for adventure, and adventure is required for a fulfilling life. We can't just stay at home all the time and protect ourselves from what we suppose to be out there in the big, broad world. Rest and adventure exist together, necessarily, and I think it's important to have both, to have a balanced life. This is something that I am continually reminded of in my own life. I have a habit of overcommitting myself sometimes, and then I realize that I've overcommitted myself, and then I dial back how much stuff is on my plate, and sometimes I find myself wanting more, wanting more connection, adventure, exploration. And I'm reminded that the two come in a balance. I need rest to be able to do what I do best and to be able to enjoy my life as much as possible. But I need to explore and adventure and try things and go out and take risks like we all do. Rest and adventure. One does not exist well without the other. On that note, let's meditate. Begin by taking a deep breath and savor that air entering your lungs as you inhale. Relax and release as you exhale. Find a comfortable place for your body and allow it to be a place where you feel you can truly put your body at rest for these minutes that we're meditating together. You can even lie down if that's what feels good to you in this moment. Keep breathing and with every breath, really tune in to the sensation of the air flowing in and out of your lungs. On your next inhale, bring your attention to the top of your head. Envision a ball of light, gentle blue light, resting atop of your head. Take a moment to really picture this ball of gently glowing soft blue light. On your next inhale, imagine that light slowly moving to cover not just the top of your head, but moving down to envelop your forehead, your ears, your eyebrows, your eyes, your cheeks, lips, jaw, and face. Imagine that soft, gentle blue light shining all over your head, 
enveloping you in its cool, gentle light. As the light moves to cover your entire head, feel that relaxation spread throughout your head as the light moves with it. Wherever the light goes, allow yourself to fully and deeply relax there. Say this simple sentence to yourself, aloud or in your head. I deserve rest. I deserve rest. On your next inhale, envision that soft, gentle light as it continues to move down and cover your neck and the tops of your shoulders. Again, inhale and feel relaxation spreading throughout your neck and shoulders as the light moves to cover them. Allow those parts of your body to fully come to rest in this moment. Release tension with your exhale and on your next breath, repeat the words, I deserve to rest. I deserve to rest. Envision that same gentle light as it continues to move down over your shoulders to cover your arms and your chest. Again, inhale and feel the deep relaxation that comes as you fully allow those parts of yourself to rest in this moment. Release any muscle tension. Allow yourself to be completely still and sink into your seat or into the floor, trusting fully that you are held and safe in this moment. You can rest. On your next breath, again repeat, I deserve rest. I deserve rest. Envision the blue light as it continues to move down your body, this time covering your entire torso all the way down to your hips and your pelvis area. Feel where you may be holding tension anywhere in these areas right now and allow it to leave your body on your next exhale. Picture the tension leaving as you envision this light covering you and allow the relaxation, the gentle stillness that this light brings to overcome your entire torso all the way down to your pelvis. Allow yourself to rest deeply, to sink into your seat and into the floor to trust that you are safe in this moment and there is nothing for you to do but let go. Again, on your next breath, repeat to yourself, I deserve rest. 
I deserve rest. Take another inhale and envision the cool, gentle blue light moving to shine all the way down over your knees. Feel the relaxation spread as the light grows. Feel your body become stiller, calmer, cooler in each moment as you allow yourself to fully rest. Again, on your next inhale, repeat these words. I deserve rest. I deserve rest. Breathe in and breathe out. If you feel extra outside thoughts creeping in, simply release them and return to the sensation of your breath and of the deep rest that you are experiencing as this light moves over your body. Picture this calm, gentle, blue light moving to envelop the rest of your legs all the way down to your toes and the soles of your feet. You are now covered in this gentle, calming blue light. Feel your entire legs relax into the seat and into the ground beneath you. And give any tension that you may be holding to what's supporting you right now. Allow that tension to just soak into the ground beneath you where it can be carried away. You can trust that you are held and safe in this moment. You can trust that you can rest. Breathe in again and repeat the words, I deserve rest. Envision your entire body covered in this gentle blue light. And for the next couple moments, simply allow yourself to exist in this gentle, quiet stillness you have created for yourself. Allow yourself to rest. Once more, repeat aloud or in your mind, I deserve rest. I deserve rest. In moments when you especially need rest, when you are craving this stillness, remind yourself that it is yours. You deserve it. You need it. And you are better when you rest. You can even remind yourself, gently, in the words of Longfellow, Stay at home, my heart, and rest. When you're ready, gently flutter your eyes open, 
Allow your fingers and toes to give a little wiggle. And remind yourself, you deserve rest. Go in peace. so much for listening to today's episode of Reditations all about rest. If you enjoyed this episode, I would love for you to share it with a friend who you think would also enjoy it. That's a great way for the podcast to spread. If you want to talk about what you heard in this episode or share a rest-related text with me, please reach out via email or on social media. I would love to hear from you. You can also support the podcast by joining my email list at reditationspodcast.com. On the website, you can hear every episode of the podcast, check out any new blog posts or updates that I publish, and stay tuned for what's coming next in the Reditations community. You can also support the podcast by visiting the Patreon page. That's where you can offer financial support and help provide the resources for Reditations to grow in the future. Thank you so much from the bottom of my heart to Josh Munt, who did the sound design and theme music in today's episode. If you're interested in participating in an upcoming Artists' Way book circle that I'm hosting with my friend Jessica Mingwakti, please visit my website, reditationspodcast.com, to find more information and details about how you can join us for this transformational, vulnerable, awesome book-related experience. It's going to be great, and we would love to have you there. Thank you again for being here today and listening to this episode. I wish you a week full of rest. Happy reading, friends, and I'll catch you next time.